Well, well, well. 2021. Happy New Year. Things are getting really interesting for the start of the year, man. You know, you thought 2020 was going to be all, you know, you know, dandelions and daisies and all that stuff. You know, we're, you know, we're through with it. Oh, no, man. Seems like it was prepping for the real movie, right? 2020 was just, just to get you acclimated, you know, the prequel. Here we are now, you know, interesting stuff has happened, you know, people storming. The Capitol Hill, you like to see that, you know, I, I'm all about, you know, you know, chaos, right? You know, this V for Vendetta stuff, man, this is what I'm talking about. We living in a movie. Oh, man, dude. It's just the beginning. And we're not even halfway through the month yet. But, you know, whatever. You know, I'm just, I'm just here talking about some basketball. That I've seen, and you know, basketball—it's uh—it's been all right. You mean, I mean, a lot of these games have been just blowouts and stuff. You know, when you think about it, I'm like, huh, what's up with all these blowouts? Are you telling me like you know, while the, without the training camps and whatnot, and the uh, you know, uh, the no audiences in the arenas—it's affecting them. Or whatever is who knows, right? Who knows? But you know, the thing I wanted to start off on this, you know, topic. The first topic would be is you know the coronavirus stuff in basketball. Now, the date that I'm recording this on is January 10th, right? So. You know, with the news of like someone like Jason Tatum testing positive for coronavirus, and then there's you know Seth Curry the other day getting positive. You know, yeah, think about it. this is really gonna affect seating, right? Because we you know, you know, they're doing they're doing all this contact tracing stuff where, you know, whoever's next to them, they're they're just gonna get quarantined, right? So Jason Tatum's out for like, I don't know, like ten games maybe. 10 games, right? Um, you know, Kevin Durant. I don't think Kevin Durant was positive for coronavirus, right? But he was quarantined for the week, I believe, right? So, obviously, this is going to affect seeding, you know, pretty dramatically, right? Because they're taking out your best players, basically, for two weeks. And, you know, the Sixers game the other day had, like, seven people out. So, basically, it was Embiid, you know, Simmons, Tobias Harris, Steph Curry, I mean, was Matisse been out? I don't know, but it was, like, pretty dramatically, right? So, basically, you know, they're starting their, you know, 12-man rotations with, like, their, like, practice squad people, right? So, you know, Dwight gets the start. Um, Danny Green's still there. You know, Tyrese Maxey, I think that's his name, Tyrese Maxey, their, you know, point guard that scored, like, 39 points or something like that. I mean, they didn't really have much, so, I mean, you think about it, right? Like... Like, everyone's going to be trying to fight for seeding. So, all these early games are going to be really, really important for teams that want, you know, seeding advantages. Because, 
you know, once, you know, this, this basketball season is like really short. I mean, when I think about it, I mean, I, I mean, I was just checking out you know, the fantasy stuff, right? For like fantasy basketball this year. And it was like ending week 17 for me. So basically I'm like, whoa, this is like, this is like a football, you know, fantasy like season basically. And 61 games, I think, was being played this year. So obviously you want to win as much games as possible, right? So, but it's gonna be harder to do because obviously your your players are out for a significant portion of the time, and you gotta think about it's like, dude, like if this was gonna happen, like why and why did the NBA come back, right? Like. You know, if you're all about, you know, safety and all that stuff, like, you know, sports in general, why not just do another bubble, right? If you're really, really concerned about health and safety, because, dude, like, like you know, you're kind of affecting, basically, your team, right? If you're, if you're basically quarantined. And... You know, this, this is going to be an interesting, you know, season in terms of standings, right? When you think about it, like, it's be like, oh, like, you know, why is, I don't know, like, insert blank. Why is the Celtics, you know, a fifth seed or a sixth seed this year? Like, oh, it's because, like, you know, Jason Tatum was out for a significant portion. Jalen Brown's out for a significant portion. You know, insert that kind of example, right? And you, you, you would think. It would affect the eighth spots as well. So, you know, guy, you know, teams like Charlotte with, you know, Gordon Hayward, who's playing, you know, like an all-star this year. You know, Scary Terry and all the boys playing pretty well. You know, Charlotte Hornets, they want the eighth spot. Who else is gunning for the eighth spot this year in the East? Um, who was in the eighth spot in the East last time? It was, uh, let's see, it was the Magic, right? Something of that sort. It was like the Nets or the Magic. Something I can't think of it right now. But like you know, all these teams like gunning for the A spot. It's just gonna be a little bit more hectic now. So that, that's probably why they in, insert that play-in thing again. I think they did the play-in thing. That's uh, that's what I remember correctly. They were talking about that in uh, TNT. But you know, it was all about safety. I mean, why not just cancel the season, right? Like, if they're really all about, like, hey, you know, like, obviously you cannot control these NBA players, right? They're going to be out and about. I mean, you look at James Harden. James Harden don't give a shit. Like, James Harden just goes on and on. He does what he wants. I mean, it took him forever just to come back for the NBA season, right? I mean, he was was there in the practice squads, I think, but, like, practice sessions. But, you know, he was still quarantining. So, I don't know. And, you know, James Harden, you know, he likes his, uh, his, likes his establishments in, you know, Atlanta. Um, and all these dudes, right? Like, you you think, like, a lot, a lot of these, like, players, rookies and stuff, they like to do the same thing, too, the nightlife stuff. Like, just think about the open states, like, Orlando... You know, Texas, like, all these, like, open states that you can do whatever you want. Like, the the NBA, like, cannot control all their players. They can only set, you know, 
examples of them for like their superstars and all-stars and stuff like that so it's uh it's getting pretty interesting and the thing is you know when there's a game with Jonas Valencia Unis. Like, he didn't even test, like, positive at all. But he still had to sit out. So, it's uh, it's kind of this weird kind of logic, you know, this coronavirus stuff, right? Where, where you know, you see the coaches wearing masks. But when they want to start yelling at the refs, they pull down the mask. I mean, it's all optics right now. So, I mean, you know, what's what's really going on, right? So... It's, uh, it is a very, very, you know, interesting thing. Because, you know, priority right now is just to win as much games as possible, right? So you got to do or die, basically. I mean, why not just play your guys, like, I don't know, like 40 minutes per, per game, right? Because the scheduling is basically, you're playing, you know, the same team over and over again for, like, the next couple of days, right? So it's, like... Uh, not too much travel and whatnot, and you know your the game plan to, you know, do film sessions and stuff like that. It's gonna be the same team, so you know there's more leeway. So you gotta win these games. But I mean, whatever, man. I mean, you know, NBA is all about money. That's why they're mo- That's why they're importantly back. So you know, I guess it is what it is. But dude, it's uh. It's kind of hectic, man. You just think about it, you know, this season. In terms of just fantasy, sports betting, everything. It's just it's just super random this year. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Like, further on, if they're going to... They're going to just, you know, see if there's more cases pop up. And we'll see how they determine it from there. You know, another thing that um, it's pretty interesting, actually, you know, there's some issues, I guess, in Atlanta, Atlanta with, uh, you know, Trey Young, John Collins, Lloyd Pierce, right? And it's the whole issue of, you know, is Trey Young becoming more of a, you know, a diva kind of player now because of, you know, his all-star nomination last year i mean he was basically putting up 30 and 10 right i mean he was putting up some big big numbers and you know there's there's basically you know a film session where you know they highlighted trey young right and you know john collins has been complaining about his uh his touches in the offense right i mean his usage touches and whatnot i mean a lot of it is basically him you know getting um you know, freestyle plays, you know, putbacks and whatnot. Not really much offense is being ran, like, you know, pick and roll and all that stuff with uh, John Collins. And, you know, the reason that is because, you know, it's, you know, Trey Young. Trey Young is basically the one holding the ball, you know, as long as possible and making the plays. You know, he's playing that James Harden kind of play style. Where, you know, he's passing to people and it's like he's killing the clock, passing to people and they got to shoot, right? Basically, that's what I mean. He's playing some gaudy numbers again. But, you know, afterwards, afterwards, uh, with the whole John Collins issue, next game he plays like crap, like super passive and, you know, 
just didn't have his mind in the game, right? So now you got to think to yourself, like, does this guy, did this guy really have a bad game? Or did this guy do it on purpose, right? There's a whole bunch of issues right now. And you're thinking, like, dude, is this guy, uh, is this guy really, you know, blowing up the ego, you know, the hubris, the hubris is, uh, getting a little inflated, right? And this guy probably thinks he's, you know, that James Harden, Steph Curry level and stuff like that when he's just pulling up from, you know, 30. 40, all that stuff, right? Like, you know, when they say about Dame Lillard and Steph Curry and all that stuff. Like, is this guy, like, really think he's on that level, right? Because, you know, Trey Young's the one who's basically telling the front office that, hey, you know, I want to win now. Which is actually, you know, an interesting thing kind of to think about, right? Like, why is this guy saying it now? Like, like are you telling me the Atlanta Hawks have given this guy so much power to the keys of the franchise, right? Like, he was the second year coming into a third year in the offseason. Like, he said he wanted to win now, right? Instead of just letting the, uh, you know, the rebuild slowly, slowly, you know, come in. Because he has plenty of time. You know, he just made the all-star, you know, great achievement. Putting up great stats. But his team was so bad, right? So, you know, get as much picks as possible. And then, you know, we'll see if we can go from there, right? In the building. I mean, you see you know, Cam Reddish, Kevin Quarter, you know, DeAndre Hunter. You know, now they got their new guy, Okongwu, right? Just accumulate as much picks as possible. But, you know, the demand of, you know, Trey Young. And now you're thinking to yourself, like, damn, like, like, are the Atlanta Hawks really, you know, listening to, you know, their franchise guy that much? Because, you know, uh, Trey Young hasn't done much in the in the NBA. I mean, no disrespect, like, 30 and 10, like, basically he was averaging 30 and 10 in the second year. I mean, that's great until, like, you know, stats went down and stuff like that later on in the season. But, you know, that's great. They had a mulligan. You know, John Collins was out, basically. Because, you know, his uh, HGH stuff and, like, oh, he got popped and whatever, right? So, he missed a bunch of games. You know, he can't got a mulligan. So, you know, Trey Young did whatever he wanted that season because there was no John Collins who can give you basically 20 and 10. Now you have John Collins. He had, he had a great start. Basically, he went, like, 4-1, right? And now they just lost, like, a, a bunch of games in a row. Probably ever since, you know, John Collins brought up that issue. Like, hey, you know, like, what's going on here? Right? Like, you know, I want to get some touches, too, in the offense. Like, you know, I want to, you know, play, I guess, like, you know, maybe a more team-centric kind of offense. Because, you know, you know, John Collins wants to get paid, right? Because it's, it's his contract year. So I'm not even sure what's up with Atlanta. Like, are they, like, just, are they just, like, you know, going to trade John Collins or are they going to give him his max? Because I'm, plenty of teams in the NBA are going to give this guy max. All right? I mean, this dude gives you basically 20 to 10. He ex- he's expanded his offensive game. This dude shoots threes now. Like, like he's, um, 
He's a, he's okay defender. I'll give him okay, right? He's not really a good rim protector. I mean, you, you just primarily want him on the on the power forward spot, right? So, so are you? So either you're gonna trade John Collins, or you give him his money. I'm not sure why they didn't give him his money earlier, like when he was asking. You know, I think they I think they offered him like ninety million, and he turned it down. But. You know, which begs you the question now, like, hey, you know, like, why'd you, why'd you trade for, you know, Capella then? Unless, you know, you basically want, you know, Trey Young to do that kind of James Harden, you know, offensive style where he basically controls everything. Just surround this dude with 3D guys, stand in the corner, let Trey Young, you know, basically dribble, break down you. Because he has great handles, right? So he'll dribble breakdown, blow past you, or, you know, do some, like, step backs and whatnot. And, you know, we'll see how far this guy can take you. But you can really tell. You can really, you know, see the results of that kind of play style, right? It'll never win you a, you know, championship. So, I mean, what's the issue there? Are you playing for stats or are you playing to win, right? So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens when it comes to you know, Atlanta. But... You know, that's getting pretty interesting, right? I mean, why not Atlanta? Why don't they just trade John Collins? I mean, you're not going to pay him. So, and just let Trey Young do where he wants to see where he goes from there, right? If, if you're so keen in on, you know, giving this dude the keys, right? So, you know, all in all, Trey Young, you know, John Collins, dude, Atlanta. It's still so early in the rebuild, so there shouldn't really be a rush, but. I guess, you know, I guess he does. I guess maybe he does want the stats. Do you know the Wizards are looking pretty hot garbage right now, right? I mean, each game they've won, it's when Russell Westbrook does not get a triple-double. Each game... They've lost. He's always gone in triple double. It seems like right. I mean, Russell right now is averaging triple double. He's basically putting like forty percent from like a field goal range, like below thirty percent from three. You know, in contrast, right? His co All Star Bradley Beal is putting up like thirty five points per game, averaging maybe forty eight percent from field goal and thirty eight percent from three. Right. The Wizards have been of lately of just, you know, we're just going to outscore you because we can't play any defense, right? So, you know, they invested in Bradley Beal. They invested in, you know, Bertans, you know, Thomas Bryant. So, you know, we're just going to keep shooting a bunch of threes and we're going to just score you because you know according to you know bradley beal you know we can't park a guard like uh we can't guard a parked car right you know they they just play zero defense whatsoever and you know scott brooks right scott brooks probably gonna get fired or they're just gonna trade bradley beal i'm i'm leaning on the maybe both right because it looks like you know if, if you know wizards want to get this rebuild over with, right? Because they traded John Wall for 
Russell Westbrook. And John Wall looking pretty good right now. Right? He's looking he's looking great. Now we'll see how he holds on in terms of durability, but I mean this dude playing great for the Rockets with uh James Harden. And you know, right now Russell Westbrook, you know, obviously he wants his stats, you know, his triple doubles. Ironically, right? You know, Jokic right now is averaging a triple double. And he's just playing some, you know, super he's playing up historic numbers, you know, for a center. In terms of just, you know, advanced analytics and whatnot. And yet, you know, they're still kind of losing, but at the same time, they're losing pretty close. And you know, Jokic is like super clutch too. Damn, dude. I mean, his game against you know Sacramento, where he hit that, you know, jumper just to make it to overtime like dude that was so smooth and no wait that was not uh sacramento that was against the the dallas mavericks so you know on contrast to the other side you know you're russell westbrook here and you know the wizards they just they just don't look good at all right i mean scott brooks Scott Brooks is just not a good coach whatsoever, right? You want to, you want to ask him about the cards that have been dealt under him? He's had, you know, the OKC, you know, all-stars with Durant, Westbrook, you know, James Harden, Ibaka. He's had plenty of stuff, right? And now you see him for what he truly is in the Wizards. It's just, it's just, he's just not good, right? I mean, what the Wizards need to do is just... They probably just need to just trade Bradley Beal to the Miami Heat or something. Because, you know, this is not working out. And you you didn't even give, you know, John Wall a chance, right? You just thought, hey, you know, if if Russell Westbrook and Russell Westbrook and, you know, Scott Brooks reunite, you know, they can probably create something, right? Well, you know, I got news for you. I mean, dude. It's not looking like the case, right? I mean, you you just you just you just see the Wizards just lose to you know the Bulls. Did they lose to the Bulls like twice? And the Bulls were like hot trash too. They were like getting blown out like multiple times in the beginning of the game in the season. Didn't they get blown out by like uh, you know like the Celtics or something? I don't know. I, I forgot about the games, but I know once they play against the, the Golden State Warriors, I thought to myself, like, dude, shouldn't this be like a pick-me-up game for the Golden State Warriors? But it was actually kind of close. So I, was, I was kind of disappointed in that. But but all in all, you know, the, the Chicago Bulls are also not looking good. Ironically, Billy Donovan, another former coach of, you know, Russell Westbrook, I mean, his, his offense is just super trash as well already. You can tell, so man, even just looking at the new coach, I think the best new coach on a new team right now that I'm thinking of hmm, let me see. Might be Tom Thibodeau. You know, actually I was pretty wrong about Tom Thibodeau, you know, kind of uh you know improving the Knicks dramatically already. But you know, like I said, I'll give him like I'll give him like two years to see what happens from there but you know going off that's a, that's a, like another topic but you know, the Wizards are just so bad 
Like, you know, what's the goal, right? Are they are they trying to gun for the eighth spot, or are they, uh, or are they, you know, just want to try to just see where it goes from there before you know trading Bradley Beal? Because I mean, it's looking like they're headed for you know just kind of just mediocre team at best, right? They're just gonna be a mid-level mediocre team. And that's not what you want. I mean, I I do know that, you know, a lot of these owners, they want to make as much money as possible. You know, when it comes to hit playoff times, they're getting revenue and, and whatnot. So if they don't, uh, if they don't make the playoffs, you know, you're stuck with this gargantuan contract with, you know, Russ Westbrook is getting paid like probably, like, what, getting paid like $40 million a year. I mean, why not just cash on Bradley Beal, right, and just rebuild with, you know, your top 10 picks with Rui. Was Rui in the top 10 pick? I feel, like, I feel like he was in that range. And then you got, you know, Denny. Right? So, you know, just try to get as much picks as possible. No one's getting that Russell Westbrook contract already. I mean, you basically help the Rockets so far, right? We don't know how durable John Wall is later on in the season. Like, how those legs are going to hold up. But... You know, right now they're it's looking like you know the Rockets basically just wanted to trade just off the play of, you know, both these players combined right now. Like you think about it, you compare them to, right? So yeah. John Wall is looking like you know, he could probably borderline make the all star in the West. I mean, that's how good he he is from what I've seen. And then on the other side you got Western Westbrook's just Making the offense super stagnant, you know, hunting rebounds, you know, I mean, Thomas Bryant's rebounds are dipping. You know, if every center that Russell Westbrook, you know, plays with and their rebounds always dip, and when he leaves, you know, their offense, I mean, not their offense, their rebounds basically jump up, right? Their rebounds jump up. You're thinking kind of like to yourself, like, is this guy really hunting your rebounds? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like this dude has to be a stat pattern. But you know, people are too enamored with the. Uh, how should I say this? People are too enamored with the you know the, the passionate play and the you know the highlights of Russell Westbrook, but. You know, he is what he is, dude, right? It's just a player who's tries to do too much, but is not equipped to do the things that he wants to do, right? A lot of these things that he does, you know, he pulls up for three just randomly for no reason when he's shooting below 30% from three. You know, costly turnovers, you know, over-dribbling, a lot of these things, right? Moves in like a fast pace, all in his head, while at the same time, reality, you know, he'll probably bungle up that play. I mean, that's the duality of Russell Westbrook, right? Well, he'll, like what Max Kellerman said, right? He'll look like the best player in the NBA, and then at times, he'll look like the worst player in the NBA. So there's no in between. So, you know, Wizards, you know, good luck. Just. Honestly, just trade Bradley Beal, man. Just maximize your your stuff. People, you know, all these teams are like super scared to like do certain things, and you know, it's because they want to keep 
keep their money maker, right? You know, Bradley Beal's an all-star who's, you know, a homegrown guy. You know, he brings in, you know, the fans, revenues and whatnot. Trade him for, you know, to make your team better for the future. Because it's not looking like, you know, the future's not really bright when you have Bradley Beal in, but, you know, just give it to Miami. See, we'll see what happens. You know, Miami's willing to give you, you know, Tyler Harrow and all these picks for him. So, trash. That's all I got to say with the Wizards. They're trash right now. You know, ending off uh, the start of 2021. So, you know, I thought, uh, I didn't think it would be starting off with Bang. You know, that dramatically already, right? I mean, the end of 2020 was kind of disappointing, I guess. I mean, you would think there'd be something happening in the end. But on Christmas, let's see, let's see. Drop a whole lot of red. whole lot of red is garbage. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure why people think it's a great album. I mean, this dude threw out like 24 songs, a bunch of fillers, a bunch of weird uh, weird, you know, experimental songs. And people are just looking too deep into it when in reality, this dude just half-assed his album release. Gets blasted online for it. Drops some, like... I don't know why people, you know, listen to that album, like, more than, like, five times, right? I mean, after, you know, listening to that once, I thought to myself, dude, this, this is garbage. I mean, when, once you listen to something like a hundred times, you're basically, you're basically forcing yourself to like it. So, you know, there's that. That's the, that caps off 2020. And 2021, V for Vendetta. It's getting crazy, right? I mean, these riots. The banning of, you know, Donald Trump. That's what I like to see. You know, this kind of it's gonna take interference and we're not even the end of january 2021 this is only the beginning and we're still not out of quarantine yet dude it's been so long now hopefully you guys are you know in a good place uh mentally you know physically whatnot Cause just being stuck in you know your your home, day in and day out, it's gets pretty gets pretty boring when it comes to isolation. And you know, a lot of this stuff really is isolation. But you know, a lot of people don't want to ignore that. They want to just give you the vaccine, and you know, here you go, right? And people who have the vaccine, they still they still have a chance to get it. So you know, what's the point, right? You know, are you going to give everyone in the United States a vaccine, a choice of taking it? I mean, what's going to happen? So things are looking up. I still still waiting for the UFOs. Um, UFOs are like uh, supposedly on the COVID relief bill. Of them disclosing it in six months. And I already saw a post about something interesting about UFO. But I'll say that for next time. 
but you know i just want to say you know for listening you know thank you for listening you know happy new year um you know shout out to y'all hope y'all stay safe and you know i don't know when i'm gonna post this um it's uh i've been pretty busy so and we'll see what happens from there but you know um we'll see what happens but i'll I'll see y'all later you know hope y'all stay safe peace out